It's a me. It's a me, a Mario Kart. Nick, is it a you? It's a me. Is it a you? It's a me. Today is Every Night's Great. Welcome How did we not think of that one a second ago? Every Night's Great. Welcome to the Nighttime Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at remembering phrases and memes. Mm-hmm. And I get them right very frequently close. Hello, this is, this is the Midnight Channel version of our podcast, Hello. Every Day's Great. It is approaching midnight. We have glasses full of red, red wine. Delicious red wine. I'm Caleb Hewitt. And I'm Nick Splendor. And we're your hosts here at, uh, on Every Day's Great. So just like, regardless of where you yeah. are or what you're doing, grab the nearest bottle of red wine, mm-hmm. pour it into the nearest glass cup. Crack it open, but just on the top part, the normal part. Don't just crack it like <laughs> open in the middle. That's not good. That's called breaking the wine. Don't smash the wine. Unless, unless yeah. you're ah. also near a boat. Right. If you're near that's a boat, you can, can do. do it there too. You can do that if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's become a, it's become a, a trend for this one that we just sort of start talking. Yeah. And we eventually end up in the podcast. I think so. Yeah. And I'm really loving that, that feel. It's very casual, very mm. gentle, very nice. Very smooth. So smooth. Just we, like this week of Persona. It just went down so smooth. It, it really did. It felt like it took a long time, but it was a smooth long time. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't too bad. Mm, it was like the song by Santana. Very smooth, but a minute uh, per about a minute too long. About a minute too long. About yeah. About a minute per minute too long. Proportionally too long. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we did a week of the podcast today, starting on May nineteenth. We are hoping to record a separate episode specifically for this dungeon. That's right. We went in and we did Kanji's dungeon, but uh, we're not prepared to talk about it yet. It's really going to need. A little more time. Gonna hope we have a little bit of a, maybe a co-pilot, uh, <laughs> some assistance, and uh, we'll come back to it. Yeah. You know, because the thing is, you can do, in the game, you can wait and do Kanji's Dungeon, and many people choose to do that, and, you know, you can cho- you can wait to do any of the dungeons, right? Yeah. But my policy is, do it immediately, don't let someone suffer in the TV world, mm-hmm. but... He's in there. He's in there for now. Yeah. And we will talk about him when we save him, which could be any day now. Yeah. What day was that? Did we do that on? The 19th. May 19th. But instead, for your listening pleasure, May 20th. May 20th. What did we do on May 20th? God, it seems like only yesterday. Seems seems like only a day ago. It's actually, I guess, exactly a week from before when we recorded. Mm Mm-hmm was May 20th. Yeah. We went and we did some more of our babysitting job. We did a lot of our babysitting job this week. We babies we babies a lot of sit. We sat on plenty of babies. We got them very compressed. Mm-hmm. We got them nice and snug. You mm-hmm. want to get a baby nice and snug. Yeah. Babies don't want to have arms all over the place. Yeah. Think about and think about you. Do you want to have your arms all over the place? Really? Akimbo, you know? Akimbo? A jangle? A jangle? No. No, I, I want them. I want them oh, very kimbo. I want to be swaddled. I want, I want them to be very jangle. Tucked in. I want somebody to tuck my sides when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I want to be closer to like a football. I want to be like a football baby. It's a crossover <laughs> reference. <laughs> but in you know in Persona, it's not bedtime for these kids. No, it's you the don't middle swaddle. of the day. They're running all over the place. Actually, everything we said about babysitting, the babies, they're not babies. <laughs> And they're not being sat. They're running all over the place. So I'm actually currently very much feeling the tonal difference between 
uh, it's hard for me to put my head in the space yeah. of being at a daycare during the day yeah. on May 20th oh. when it's May 27th and it's so the night. It's so you know? night right now. It's as night as it's going to get and I just can't even handle it. It's dark outside your window, which I'm not used to seeing. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been in this room after dark. We usually have sun streaming in from behind my face. I've got God rays mm-hmm. emanating from from the blinds behinds. It, it <laughs> and now, now I am in, I am now instead cast in shadow mm-hmm. and lamplight, and Caleb has to gaze upon me, half lit, half shadow, a secret but a known. I wonder what I wonder what the what the symbolism could be of having half of someone's face in mm. light and half of it in shadow. I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. So I just have no idea what it could mean. Do you think that? Like all other unknown symbols, Persona will ever tackle this. <laughs> so Utah, while we are hanging out with him, yeah. clearly likes us because he asks us to play with him. We have a good time. Oh, that's true. And then as soon as his mother arrives, uh, she says, oh, are you getting along with Mr. Day's great? Mm-hmm. And Utah immediately says, no, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. Well, she said, are you guys getting along? And he was like, no, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then she asks us whether we like kids. And she wants us to say we hate kids. So this is the first time, actually, that we came up against the game wanting us to give an answer that is not something that we believe. A personal theme for this week was me asking Caleb, okay, what's the best answer here for the social link? And him telling me something that made me visibly agitated yeah in this case our choices were she said do you like children and of course i'm like yeah i'm a i'm i'm a a kids keeper yeah i keep the kids i keep the kids i'm a kids keeper i keep all the kids yeah (laughs) and that you know but caleb said no 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 we need maximum social points tell her you hate the child Tell you hate the child because she's gonna love it. Yeah, she's really into that. She she's immediately goes, "Wow, so you just see this as a job, huh? That's oh, admirable." Direct. I love that. Yeah, I, she apparently finds it. She values the trait of sticking up, of shouldering something in yeah. pursuit of money or in pursuit of doing a good job. That's an interesting way to put it. Even when you dislike the situation that you're in which i think does line up pretty well with her situation uh, uh-huh. and i can see her appreciating a man who tells her the goddamn truth <laughs> given what we learn later yeah regarding her and her husband <laughs> let's just go ahead and talk about it let's overall talk about it. so we, we hung out with her a couple times we spent a week. lot of time with airy minami mm-hmm. is that her last name yes, yes. spent a lot of time with her this week one of the sessions was not a social link advancement session and so she literally just hovered behind us as we watched the children and (laughs) i got a little creeped out you hung out near airy in utah now i like airy she's fine maybe something's gonna you know maybe something will happen i don't know but we don't know each other well enough for you to linger behind me and look over my shoulder at your own adopted child she's like hiding behind us while she watches her kid run around and she was trying to act like she's not there but also maybe catch a waft yeah, she wants she wants some of that Avery Ooh. Days Great original. That, yeah, that Days number one. Ooh. <laughs> Change that Chanel <laughs> to the midnight scent. Oh my gosh, the midnight Chanel. The midnight Chanel. I did the bad joke and then I stopped myself before I did the better joke because I had already used the same word. No, it was so good. Oh boy, the midnight Chanel. One one smell of this scent and you'll fall into a tv this this night is not going as you planned (laughs) a diamond is a girl's best alibi (laughs) because shit it was 99 cents (laughs) was that the chanel number five i think so Mm. chanel number five (laughs) 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 one two three four five dabs on the wrist and we're doing it live (laughs) (laughs) i I don't understand why we weren't pop stars in the 90s it would have made my life i would have liked that (laughs) so she so she revealed to us that first of all her current husband did not tell her he had a son until they were until he was basically proposing 
I believe he until like a week before their wedding, even oh, like yeah. right before we got married, is what she said. She dropped some oh, serious knowledge on us a couple of times. Yeah, it, 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 we already know that she's sitting at home alone in the in the semi dark mm-hmm. with this kid. They don't talk to each other. I imagine a really big house. Oh lord, like, it's too big. big, and there's mm-hmm. only two of them. And you can hear the echoes of his like video game, video game, or at like oh he and he told her that he didn't have a kid or at least didn't bring up having a kid yeah then when they're engaged about to get married he's like oh by the way this is my son utah and now you're in charge of him and then as soon as they got married vanished and he's been gone for six months moved to china for work and he's been sending her emails they've been communicating but she doesn't feel close yeah because obviously he, he vanished and obviously has used her as a babysitting tool he seduced her as a babysitter really seems like that's the case like he uh tricked her to a certain extent they may have had something genuine but maybe i I can't help but feel like maybe he rushed the engagement Mm -hmm. to get her in the house so that he could move for work and know that his kid was going to be taken care of maximum shitty i'm gonna go ahead and May 21st, <laughs> because it's the very next day that we have these conversations anyway. That's so right. I'm yeah. just throwing that in there. Yep. So, <laughs> first of all, Utah comes up and asks her, when's dad coming back? Oh, Which is yeah. like, oh, and she's like, I don't actually know. Yeah. And then we, in order to get max social points with her, have to ask, do you love your husband? Yipes. Yeah. Because we, we're given the choice, do you, do you love Utah? Or do you love your husband? Do you like the cornfields? Or do you like the man that you married? Is Utah a corn place? I think... mm, I know they've got... Corn-fed Utah, I know they've got um, mountains and Mormons. Mm -hmm. They've got the Mormon mountains. And, uh, you know, salt flats. But not like a lot of corn. I don't think salt grows on corn. (laughs) That would be really convenient. God, that would be... What a delicious convenience. Yeah. If, like, you grew... What if you grew corn on the salt flats and it just came out salty? <gasps> what are we doing? Yeah, that's bad game design that it doesn't. Come on. That should just that should just automatically link together. That's just how games should Get work. Get me in that new Minecraft zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she didn't know if she loved him. And that she wasn't sure if all of this nonsense was enough of a reason to get a divorce, to which we were both like, mm, mm. I think you should probably get a divorce. Yeah, it seems like, she's like, I don't know if that's a good enough reason. Lady, if you're thinking about getting a divorce, you probably need one. Yeah, if you're that Go close. For it. Yeah, do it. But then it's like, what happens to Utah, right? Like, we don't know who where his mom is. We don't know. I, yeah, and we do need to take care of Utah. Mm-hmm. We do need, I mean, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that, like, but it's the dad's responsibility. God, how much of your life can you spend wondering, is this the right choice? I'm unhappy, but am I that unhappy? Yeah. Ugh. Very, very rough. This is a very wine conversation. Yeah, we're having a really wine conversation. We're just opening our hearts. We're bearing our feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, we've actually, I don't think, ever recorded a podcast on any level of uh, consumption before. No, you and I have hardly ever consumed alcohol before that's true we've, yeah, we've had we've had some beers together but i have consumed plenty of alcohol yeah i, I just recently started drinking alcohol fairly mm-hmm. recently how's that going i like it pretty well yeah only had a couple of uh unpleasant nights where i managed to have too much by like one drink you know i keep it pretty <laughs> pretty 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 tight yeah um but I, but i like it i like getting a little loose this is you yeah we're usually we're usually fueled by coffee and Coffee carbs, and nerves, yeah. Coffee, carbs, and nerves, and now it's like, let's talk about persona, goddammit. Coffee, <laughs> carbs, and courage. Courage. That's, that's another word one. for nerves. May twenty second. May twenty second. We got to make a garden with Nanako. I loved this. This was so so cute. I don't love it from a like game perspective oh, as yeah. like one more thing to like micromanage we're immediately going to 100 percent ignore it i'm sorry i'm not gonna harvest this particular moon <laughs> i love cute i love gardening in a game i mm-hmm. loved harvest moon when i was growing up i played the rune factory mm-hmm. i love that stardew valley oh yeah don't even get me started so good it's so good oh my god is the two-player stuff out yet for that because no, i know but we're gonna ready. do that yes oh my gosh we have to do i want to i want to star that do with you 
Um, but do the do do the do. Yes, hell yeah. <laughs> um, I love farming. This doesn't seem like the thing. It's not quite farming. Mm, not quite. It's more like setting a timer that you need to make sure you're at home to re- to receive. <laughs> it's like these tomatoes will be ready in five days. You can water them to make them maybe go a little faster and maybe make a little more tomato. But if you wait too long. Everyone will die. Note, <laughs> the tomatoes will die, but Nanako will eat them anyway, and it will poison her, and they'll all die. They'll all die, and then everyone will eat Nanako, because that's what we do with a funeral. <laughs> when you die, you have to be eaten by your loved ones, or your memories will fade. What if... Okay, what if... First of all, what you just said, complete nightmare. Second yes. of all, what if this... What if there's, like another layer mm. to Inaba that mm. could just like crack open any second like right now it seems like a kind of normal small town yeah except what? for the tv murders right. right any second it like breaks open that this is a cult town yes it could happen at any moment absolutely i'm i don't things are moving pretty fast actually mm-hmm. and it's gonna have to keep escalating somehow and i would not be that surprised dojima's if, been really insistent that we stay inside there are a lot of people who are insisting that we're very well fed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are trying to get us to get those snacks, get those steaks. Would you like to try to eat an impossible amount of soup and then have someone go, Aya, well done. There's a lot of food in this game. We are being encouraged to eat a lot. And what? Grow fresh fruit to eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, there as soon as we as soon as we till the garden. There's a lady in the street outside of our house. With packets of seeds. Who's got packets of seeds. And she's she's like, very excited. to make sure you come back tomorrow and get different seeds. Keep getting seeds. Keep getting all seeds. your veggies. Um, yeah, I think there's a real likelihood that we're going to be We're dealing with a Hansel and Gretel situation. devoured, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. You, who's, the, who's the Hansel and Gretel witch in this? In well, this we don't know yet. Because in Hansel and Gretel, the witch pushes them into an oven. And... In this story, the TV takes the place of the oven. Oh, that's a really good point. The, t- the children, aka teens, are getting kicked into the rectangle where they are being slowly roasted uh, in a mist of uh, unknown temperature. So if any of the current victims <laughs> yeah. have been eaten, uh, do you think anybody, who in the town that you know has definitely done the eating? <laughs> This kind of throws off, like, I don't think it's Nanako now, because I don't think she's got the appetite for it. Yeah, yeah. The one person I know who could hold an entire human body in his torso is the fucking bear, Teddy. Teddy, yeah. Teddy, unzip that chomp, maw chomp, 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 chomp. and stuff him in there. Mm-hmm. But the bodies are coming back in the real world, and he's not in the real world, so that yeah, doesn't but we don't know out. how TV digestion works. That's true. Like, maybe when he gets finished digesting the body... It comes out on a TV poll or something. So you think that everyone in town is on board for the Teddy for Teddy to eat them? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't have enough information. I think it could be. Um, there are a lot of stories where, I mean, look at our political climate. Okay, today, mm-hmm. even today, a lot of Keep people on May twenty second. A lot of people being convinced to vote against their best interests, mm-hmm. and just because you're part of a cult doesn't mean that the right person is doing the eating. <laughs> In fact, it's almost always the opposite. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is my this is my endorsement for the video game Night in the Woods. <laughs> There's a video game called Night in the Woods that basically we just uh, summarized. Oh my goodness. You I'll have, play that game. I want to play that very badly. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we go to the Velvet Room for the first time in a while and oh, we yeah. run into Margaret, who is there on her own. Margaret gets weird yeah she gets weird very fast she says like oh everybody else isn't here so i'm gonna need you to leave and then come back when everyone is here yeah and then she pauses and realizes oh right nothing in this room happens by accident and it's all connected to you so So if you're here and i'm here we have no choice but to talk (laughs) (laughs) and she she starts a social link with us she even kind of uses words like social link kind of like she says like now we're f- a link is forged between us yes, and we're so we have a happy special connection which yeah. i believe we will need to develop um and she gives us a 
She doesn't tell us a lot about her. She just gives us a job, which is to fuse an uh, an Eplon Dotara in this case the first time. Yeah, a we f- need to produce certain personae with certain abilities. Yeah, which basically just means that you have to get to a certain persona by fusing monsters of different kinds. One of which must have that ability that you're passing to it. Yeah, this usually is a like. Uh, a process that requires some trial and error, figuring stuff out, Googling it, you know, uh, doing yeah, like a little bit of Googling. Way, yeah, exactly. And you got to work toward it. But since we are the immortal god Avery's Days Greats, mm-hmm. who has been uh, brought back from an endless cycle of Persona, <laughs> um, and thanks to our friend Peter, who he has, has given us our new game, this new game plus. Yeah, Peter has already got all of these Personas locked and loaded for And us. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Every day that we play this game, I thank your name, Peter. Yeah. I say, thank God I don't have to do all this. Gosh, it already, I don't know if we've talked about this very much. Yeah. Playing this game for a week in one sitting is a lot i wish we would break it up into more sittings but we really can't we kind of just have to do it yeah Yeah. this is a good game it uh, this is a good game i think to fit into your life in bits and pieces Mm -hmm. it is perfect for a vita um or you know a portable device where you're just going to do it kind of incidentally you don't really have to keep careful track of where you're at at any given moment you just have the choice in front of you um and we are having we're sitting down and playing for three or four hours yeah. to get through an entire week of the game. And Caleb told me that it wouldn't take this long. I didn't think it would. And somehow he didn't even know. You didn't yeah. know. You just well, like, and I it's played... fine. Like, it's fine. I'm glad yeah. we're doing it. And it's, it's all good. But it is like every time it's like, wow, it's a little bit grueling <laughs> to like make sure you play a video game for a certain amount of time is a weird thing to do. Well, the weird thing is like I sat down and played through five, right? In basically a month. So I played like the whole game in like a month. Yeah, but like a like a lot of your time. Sure, yes. But the but I I always felt like the weeks were the tiny part of that. And even when I've played 4 before, and when I've played 3 before, it always feels like when you're not when you're not like doing the dungeons, it feels yeah. like stuff just like flies by. Right. But especially because we're being kind of like intentional and meticulous with Super it. Super thorough and taking longer than you might take otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, it has it has mm. definitely been uh it takes some time. Yeah. It takes so. a surprising amount of time. Our friend our friend Creighton, when we announced that we were gonna do this, tweeted to us and was like, This is I can't believe you're doing this. What a what a fool's errand, you know? <laughs> How could you do this? You guys are crazy. And it's like and I was like, no, it's just a video game. Yeah, it's just a video game. How how bad can it be? And it's not bad. It's a it's a pleasure it's a pleasure and a privilege uh, to be able to do this. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the other also I was thinking after the last gameplay session, I'm not sure I'm staying hydrated. Oh yeah, you, you know, didn't really drink any water. I didn't while drink you any played. water. I didn't have any snacks. I was like, I'm like here, and we're gonna do this, and I kind of go into a trance. Yeah, but you get in that video game trance and sit for three hours. You're not at your best. Yeah, this and this week was the first time that like I made sure to eat before we started. Right. And I had dinner, but I didn't. I, I yeah, I, I was. Again, these are minor. We need to get snacks. We need to get armed with snacks. We need to get armed with water bottles or like Gatorades. Yeah, what we do have we... to treat it like a marathon, like the marathon that it is. What are we doing that we don't know how to play a video game for a little bit? But honestly, right. like as an adult, I don't. This is like a longer play session of anything than I really get to have yeah a lot of the times unless again it's that like kind of casual like i'm here i'm alone by myself i'm home for a few hours mm-hmm. i'm not doing anything and i get in a different headspace yeah that sort of zone out headspace is different from this like we have to what who is gonna say what wacky thing no. this this day what <laughs> yeah. is the thing we're gonna do and we're really kind of pushing to do a lot of social links and all that stuff yeah. to that end margaret when she gets the persona that she wants <laughs> She says some horny shit. <laughs> so we only did a couple of them because we wanted to be able, we were hoping, I didn't write these down this time, but right. we've decided that we're going to do maybe like one of these a week and it, write down what she actually says. Yeah, C- Caleb's completionist oh instinct and given our access to Peter's backlog of personae, you know, we were like, oh, let's just knock this out. And yeah. then after she said two things, I was like, wait, why? wait, wait, no, 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 we got to save these. <laughs> Actually, she's saying really weird things. Uh, so we did one of them, and she was like, "Oh, Ipandatara, what a muscular supple. visage! Yeah, what? <laughs> this is such a. I never expected you would have such a masculine energy inside of you. <laughs> like, and it was, 
incredible. It really was. She rules. Yeah. And it was like, I, yeah, I didn't remember that at all. And I thought maybe that there would be like a little dribble of something about her or like a story. But not as of yet. All it is is her just being like, I can see the sweat glistening off of his enormous biceps in your mind. Is it character development or environmental storytelling when you just get to hear someone speak from their id about <laughs> a, a sexy persona? About a terrifying, like, uh, blacksmith in a mask. I'd like to clarify that when I said sexy, I meant to her. <laughs> and that she, that these are... He's like y'all... Pyramid Head who took the pyramid off. Hey, have y'all ever seen the personas... They're fucking weird. Y'all personas are weird. There's some weird stuff in this video game. When we're talking about it like it's very normal a lot of the time, it's not normal. This game is terrifying. We've talked about Goofy Dog, but there are like boobs everywhere. There are like I've seen boobs on body parts that don't belong. Mm -hmm. I've seen There are boners all over the place. I have seen a boulder with a with a with a party mask on that <laughs> that came at me with a with a, an unstoppable force i have seen i have seen a, a, a i have seen a, a tiger with a bomb necklace and at the end the bomb lifts off towards space and the tiger says my ballon my red ballon and it's like what is happening in this nightmare, and why do I feel like this is sort of normal? Golden Beetles. If you've if you've ever played a Shin Megami Tensei game, you've actually seen most of the personas before because they are demons in those yeah, games. Yeah, I did play Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne three or something. I played one of those partway yeah. in middle school and got pretty freaked out by it, to be honest. There was a Shin Megami Tensei MMO that I played for a minute. Oh, that seems like a healthy environment to socialize. It was, like, not great quality (laughs) MMO. Yeah. But it was fun because, mainly, you had... It was like playing Pokemon because you had a whole bunch of different demons on your team, and you could fuse them to make new demons. You love that. It was so good. You love to breed weird monsters and animals. Uh, Well, it's just, it was like the fun stuff about Pokemon, but better because you can take, I know I've said this on the podcast before. Why do you, yeah. Because you can take two monsters and make a third better monster. What what, what do you, what, what what is so compelling for you about that? Okay, because Pokemon. Yeah. Cool thing about Pokemon. Yeah. They go from one thing to a different thing. Yeah. You level them up and they transform. Yeah. Pokemon that don't evolve, get out of town. I don't care about them. Right. I only want a Pokemon that when I train it enough, it'll get big. And when it's all the way big, I like to look at it for a minute. Yeah. And then I like to put it away. Put it in a box. Because you like to have the, you like to have, walk that razor's edge of ambition and nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to be looking forward to the next form, but all of a, all of a sudden missing the earlier form. Yes. You're, like, you want to see fucking geodude turn into graveler yeah that's good and then but then you're like oh but i miss little geodude mm-hmm. but i do need to get golem no actually it's rug is it and the Rolla. other way yeah what rug and roll is the third one and then you want to have pikachu turn into misty yes I think yeah. Miss Pikachu turns into Misty. It's a weird turn. That's some persona shit right there. Yeah, that's what would happen. That's, that's because one of the reasons- she does have a yellow shirt on, and so you would see like the tiny little yellow mouse turn into a, a, a woman. Misty had really complicated feelings for Ash, and it's because Misty was Pikachu from the future. <gasps> anyway, <laughs> so tempt me not. <laughs> we hang out with Yukiko, who got a book about jobs because she's decided she's not going to inherit the inn. Oh yeah. That was pretty cool. She said, I'm not going to tell my parents yet, Yep. but I've decided that I want to find a new job. So I've got a book about a bunch of different jobs that I might take. I've decided that I might try fashion designer. She said, I'm interior decorator. Interior decorator. She said, I'm going to get a job certificate. And I said, what? Red mage? (laughs) And everybody thought it was really, really funny. Everybody thought it was such a good job. The room? The room was loving it. Yeah. They loved everything you said that day. I tapped on the microphone and I was like, I know this thing's on. (laughs) Because y'all are loving this. Because y'all are laughing. <laughs> oh, here's another thing. Because Yukiko brought up this job thing. And then we finished with that. And Caleb said, yeah, but actually go to the job board and accept every other job right now. <laughs> that's a that's a deeply unintuitive thing. If mm-hmm. I were playing this game, I would literally have one job. I would never, never, never think to take a second job. I felt weird about that, too. Because if you're taking the jobs... Either you're going to get fired because you're not doing them in enough time, 
or somebody else needs that job. How dare you? The implication is that you're just taking shifts every once in a while. And like you're calling them and being like, oh, I can take a shift today. It's the gig economy. Yeah. This is the gig economy before it was a real thing. Like nobody full time folds origami cranes. Yeah. But you don't even do that in the game. You don't make any money off it. Right. Exactly. You don't volunteer full time to make (laughs) origami cranes from your desk at home Uh that you mail to UNESCO or whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't know who needs the cranes, but we need a million of them to make that wish. <laughs> I didn't even know that. We didn't even do that. Did you know that's what happened when you folded cranes? We didn't even do that while we were playing. No, that's real, though. Right, but how did you? <clears throat> I'm just surprised that you already knew about that. I, I told you I did origami when I was a kid. But I didn't know you did it for UNESCO. I didn't do it for UNESCO, but I did fold 1,000 paper cranes in order to get a wish. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what your wish was? Of course not. My wish was that this year... I want to blow out all the candles and not be embarrassed. <laughs> Was that really your wish? <laughs> I'll never tell. Oh my gosh. Oh man. That was a really good bit of character development. So, uh, I want to talk about coffee. I'm ready. Because we hang out with Dojima and he asks you what kind of coffee you'd like. Oh yeah. And uh, you like detective out, detective doubt. Yes, I did. Correct answer without me even telling you the the best answer. Y'all, one thing Persona is revealing for me. I'm sorry that I keep addressing the audience directly. Mm, y'all, <laughs> y'all, hey, y'all. listen to this. Let me talk to you. This okay? is for you. We're here for you, but I'm here for you. Yeah, I don't. I don't even. <laughs> Caleb's not getting my attention tonight. <laughs> I keep talking about you in the third person. <laughs> I detective. I am yeah. learning through Persona that I'm not a bad detective. Mm-hmm. I've already cracked the Nanako case. True. I, and second of all, you've already saved the day. I already saved the whole day. It's over. I'm, we're just, you know, we're just acting it out now. Yeah. If this was real, Nanako would already be in jail because you would have already nailed That's it. That's exactly right. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't relish it. I wouldn't take pleasure in that. Sure, I don't sure, want sure. her to go to jail, but I do want the killings to stop. Yeah. But Dojima asked us, how do you want you? Well, first of all, it's like 9 p.m. or something. Like, it's definitely evening. And he's like, hey, we're all having coffee. Do you want some? It's only instant, but you'll have some, right? How do you like your coffee? And given that every question must be addressed in a way that we'll, we're aiming for the person to like us more after we give an answer. Yeah. Um, I thought very quickly, I was like, okay. Dojima, how does he like his coffee? Everybody's very particular about coffee. There's no faster way to get somebody to disrespect you than to pick the wrong form of coffee. Mm-hmm. I know that as a as a diehard honey and sh- uh, uh, c- cream and honey guy over here, honey and sugar. That's mm-hmm. how I like my coffee. Honey, honey and sugar. Honey and sugar. Uh, I like cream and you honey. Catch in more mine. flies with honey, honey and, and sugar, sugar than you do that, with just honey. You catch even more flies with. <laughs> With a little syrup added. Um, you catch no flies nice. with this joke. <laughs> That's right. And what would you catch with salt-grown corn? <laughs> Me. I thought, okay, he doesn't like cream and sugar, because mm-hmm. sugars he's a little too tough for sugar. Yeah. But as a detective who's got to be up all the time, there's no way he's just drinking black coffee, you know, because it's that's hell on your stomach. The acid is going to eat you alive. That's so, so weird to hear that because I drink exclusively black coffee. Not a big deal. I'm just really tough. And I've never had that problem. You're going to regret that. For real. So, yeah, it's hard on you. You got to have the uh, a little bit of cream to cut the acidity. Mm-hmm. And um, you will eventually probably get an ulcer if you do that. So Cool. Well, I'm... People who I, say... I guess I'll just flex it out. I'm tough enough for black coffee. It's like, and you're also young enough to not know any better. <laughs> it's not about being tough enough, really. It's just about being like, usually when I need coffee, yeah. I do not have the energy <laughs> to also get milk out of the fridge. That's literally what it is. I prefer That's it fun. with cream in it, but I'm usually just like, I, I can't. I want to strongly recommend for your health that, do you, right now. that you do it. So I recommend it. So I said, oh, Dojima, Dojima is a... a a coffee with cream kind of guy turns out that's right and i'm the detective now just an absolute genius yeah (laughs) there were several other things i almost everything else i tried to guess i got wrong may 23rd may 23rd i have in my notes i've got hey big bro and then i have four unbroken lines of ellipses (sighs) why do people die my god this was a very tough conversation in a series like just in a row this like six-year-old child asks us why do people die where do people go when they die jesus why do people do bad things oh my god 
She uh, had really been thinking a lot about the consequences of her actions. Like, she Mm -hmm. was, you know, I I know, you know, that I'm causing these people to be killed. Mm -hmm. Is that bad? Where do they go? Oh, yeah, she was checking where the people she's killed have gone. Yeah. Um, Oh, no. and, And then she's like, why do bad people do bad things? Because she's checking, like, do I have to kill these bad people? Or could they be rehabilitated? And we answered, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I get it, because you're not a bad person. And she gave she us said, a long, meaningful stare. And she said, but if there were no bad people, then dad would be home more. Yo. <laughs> Nanako's, uh, she's bringing them down. Up until that moment, my case file was getting thicker and thicker. Mm-hmm. And then I Got in my car. And then with your the case, case file, file busted. Yeah. You busted your case file. I got in the car. I rolled the windows down. I hit 100 miles an hour on the highway. And I just threw the case file out the window. <laughs> and that's called case closed. <laughs> when you no longer need the facts. When everything is perfectly self-evident. Mm-hmm. Just throw it out the window. Just toss it right out there. Because she's going, she's going down. <laughs> Send her to jail. She's she's got motive. She's got time. She's got no alibi. May twenty four. May twenty four. We go hang out with sports boys, but in an interesting turn, mm. instead of the sports boys, we are presented with a new friend. Ai Weiwei, the Chinese protest artist. <laughs> That's What's her very name? close. It was I Ebihara. I Ebihara. She has been put on as the sports manager because she's made a deal with a guidance counselor that if she takes on responsibility at the school, it can make up for the fact that she has too many absences and should flunk out. Yeah. But she immediately tells everyone very publicly and clearly <laughs> that she's not lifting a finger for this team. Oh, no. She's not there to do a job, and she would not be caught dead waiting out on a bunch of sweaty guys. How dare she? How dare she? But also, I get it. Yeah, totally. I totally get it. But yeah. also, it's like, uh, you know, you made a deal. Like, if you if you went all the way That's to make right. a deal, like, do the deal. Well, as we learned subsequently about her, she's used to just buying her way out of problems. Mm-hmm. We hang out with Daisuke for a second, and he clarifies a little bit his issue with women. Yeah, yeah. Where he says that in his in his relationships with women, they have primarily been people that have not tried to come and get to know him, or yeah. people that have not tried to come and talk to him all they do is immediately ask him out Mm -hmm. and this has confused unsettled and frustrated him we hung out with dojima again he lost a copy of a newspaper article Mm -hmm. Uh, and he tells us a little bit about like we find out a little bit about how his wife died in a car accident yeah and so he gets really anxious whenever car accidents come on the television oh yeah and and, and nanako actually reveals that yeah. to us like he asks her to turn off the tv then he leaves and she's like oh mom died in a car accident he doesn't like any he doesn't like to hear about car accidents yeah um and then she's like was mom a bad person did mom deserve to die she doesn't say that no she that's doesn't say true, that but Oof. that's the other conversation so he gets a sealed letter from somebody named Ichihara. Uh-huh. He says, letter from Ichihara-san from the, on the phone. Somebody says he's yeah. gotten the letter. And then Nanako has a stomach ache, but he has to rush away. So yeah. he has us give Nanako medicine for her stomach ache. Yep. And it was just like, you know, <laughs> it was just like one of those little moments, one of those little family moments where everything seemed to be going bad at once. Pretty much. What's your theory about this letter? What do you think is on the letter? Great question. My initial assumption was that it may have had something to do with the wife's death. Uh, I kind mm-hmm. of felt like when he was looking, he was like, I'm missing a newspaper clipping, and it's old, and I made a copy of it, but I can't find the copy. Mm-hmm. And I thought, is, is, is are there maybe questions about how his wife died that he's, like, investigating? Yeah, there might be. Um, because he might have told Nanako that she died in a car accident, but that might not have been the whole picture. Yeah, that'd be um, interesting. And it seemed to be something that he's taking personally. Yeah. One, I don't know what it is. It may or may not be related to her. But that was the, the couple of things that happened this week. I thought, hmm, maybe he still has questions or maybe he's trying to track down what happened exactly to her. What if, um, um, what if Ichihara-san is a millionaire that he knows uh? who he thinks like, who like died? 
And so he might be inheriting like a fortune. Oh. He's like a letter from Ichihara, but Ichihara has been dead for a year and a half. Oh. But it's that finally Ichihara-san has sent out a series of letters to all of his closest friends detailing uh, the mystery that you have to solve in order to inherit yep. his 52 and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think that could be also what... That's an interesting theory. I that's like that. That's also what the letter I, might be about. That could be also be it. But he seems disappointed when he gets home, so obviously he didn't get very much. Oh, no, no, no. It must have been a very oblique poem clue <sighs> to the beginning of the mystery. Right. And he's like, I, I do detectives all day long. I'm detectiving all day at work. I don't want a detective when I'm at home. No. I don't want I don't a wanna, detective... I don't want to have to solve another mystery. I don't want... Uh, I don't want a geocache. Be- I don't want to get a box with a serial killer's details in it or something that's supposed to be a game. I don't want this. I don't even want a loot crate. I just want, like, simple things. I don't even want to have to open a box. I don't even want you to send me a check that makes me have to go to the bank to deposit it. I want to learn that the money's in my account. I just want you to give me the money. Don't you know that don't work is for know? work and home is for gifts? <laughs> But not boxed. But, but not, <laughs> not boxed. Direct. Ichihara-san, just give me your... Just I know you're a mysterious, enigmatic uh, millionaire on an island. Yeah. Who, who just lived his whole life in pursuit of changing the world and making the making everybody's lives better. And you changed my life when I was a teenager and yeah. I came to live with you for a few and, brief years. And you changed my life forever and we formed a lasting bond and I know that you're going to leave me $52.5 million. But you just shouldn't do it like... Okay, all the Don't poetry play. was great when you were when you were like alive, and I could ask you for clues and hints when there was a problem. But but now that you're not around, no one nobody gets this your you. nobody gets your references, and these foolish games are tearing us apart. I need to spend time with my daughter while I still have it. Yeah, I God, May twenty fifth. <laughs> you doing okay? You need anything? No, I'm okay. I just drank that wine really fast. <laughs> hey, hey, we go we go see Yukiko at the school for the first time, and she's standing in front of the bulletin board like she always is. Yeah, and she says, "I'm in charge of this bulletin board." Oh my god! A few days ago, she had a few days earlier, she had asked us to um, she, she walk her home. She's like, "Oh, hello, it's lunchtime, and I would like for you to walk me home after school if you don't mind." And then she blushed really hard and evaporated. <laughs> into a red mist and <laughs> floated down the hall. <laughs> she blushed so hard her whole body became sentient blush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we find her a few days later. I really wanted to walk her home, but we decided that we had other priorities that, that day. Mm-hmm. I felt bad, but that's what we did. And then, um, oh, and then we find a uh, um, I, Ebihara, mm-hmm. and she's standing right next to Yukiko, who has asked us to walk her home. <laughs> and I walked up to I and talked to her. And she was like, oh, what do you want? And the choice was, ask her out or nothing. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I asked her out. With Yukiko in earshot, in hanging out at her bulletin board. Three feet away from Yukiko, who has previously expressed a blush in our direction. And I feel very <laughs> bad about that. But I didn't know how it was going to go. But then we do talk to Yukiko. And she's staring at the bulletin board. And she's like, hello, I'm in charge of this bulletin board. Nothing has changed in it for a while, but it's my job to make sure it's here. <laughs> just, so, something like that. Just checking out my bulletin board. Oh, just uh, checking out my board. Very I, important. I think it is not a coincidence that this bulletin board is right by the, the only door out of the school. <laughs> because I think she has specifically requested this job so that she can monitor when we are leaving. <gasps> so she can at least see us for a fleeting moment every day Aww. and have a good excuse. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Sweet but sad. Also, so her decision on what to do with us, to hang out with us. Yeah. She's like, do you want to walk me home? Let's hang out. She just takes us shopping. And she doesn't take us shopping for like, let's go get stuff together. In fact, we are there with a cart half full of food. Yeah. And then are finally given the option to ask why we're there. Yes. So so Avery just <laughs> follows her around for what must be an hour. Yeah. And finally he goes, why are we shopping? <laughs> are you making food? For yourself or for work? So she says she's going to practice cooking because she's never practiced cooking before and she feels like she needs to learn skills yeah. other than 
uh, just running an inn skills. She seems flattered that we ask if she's preparing food for the inn, but mm-hmm. she's like, oh gosh, no, I'm not anywhere near good enough a cook for that. Yeah, I that's like to, real cooks. I'm learning to cook so that when I'm independent as an adult, uh, uh, you know, as yeah. an adult summoner, that I can... <laughs> she goes, I used to think that I, that I couldn't do anything on my own. Like yeah. I was some kind of bird in a cage. <laughs> but now... <laughs> But now, finally, uh, I, wow! I just came up with that, and it was so, so interesting and and deep. I can't believe I can't believe no one's ever thought of this. Before. I should write that down. Maybe my next job is poet. <laughs> and then she asks if we could help her find where they sell lobsters. Which, uh, like, okay, on your with your like first attempt at cooking, it's like you know, I hey. don't know. Lobsters are like rank two minimum. Yeah, I, start with toad in a hole. <laughs> you know, can you tell me about toad in a hole recipe corner. <laughs> What's toad in a hole? Toad in a hole is a beautiful dish where you have a slice of bread and you uh, carve out a circle in the middle of the bread and you pull out the circle center. Okay. You put the you put the bread in a hot skillet. Okay. With some butter, so it's toasting on the one side. Mm-hmm. You crack an egg into the open circle in the middle. And then as it cooks on one side, then you flip the whole thing over. So you get a piece of toast with egg in the middle. The egg is the toad. The bread is the hole. Toad and hole. And then you can put the you can put the little circle from the inside. You can toast it separately and set it on top as a hat when you when you get done. <laughs> oh, so the little toad has a hat before you you stab it. Heck yeah. Get that. Rip it to pieces. Over easy. That seems inefficient because then you'd have to like, that seems like a weird way to eat an egg and bread. You've obviously never had toad in a hole. Is it? Does it work? It's delicious. I I eat it once a week at least. It's something that um, my dearest Aaron shared with me, and that I treasure. We then go and clean a hospital because that's a normal job that teens do. Yeah, yeah. We got more jobs, and Caleb said, "Let's go work the hospital job." So, I I might be wrong. Yeah, but I don't think I am. Is it normal for teenagers uh-huh. to go be janitors at real life actual hospitals? If you are a teen and you are working at a hospital, please at call me. our hotline. <laughs> call our atline. Call our atline. Basically, it's just spooky. Oh, there's it's noises. spooky as heck. It's night, so there's noises. It's we like wind blowing. We spend 10 straight minutes polishing the same pane of glass. Please visit our Twitter for footage of this dramatic event. Mm-hmm. And um, then we hear something mysterious down the hall. And then a man and a woman come out from like a little nook down the hall being super weird. The doctor's like, get you the fuck out of here if you're done working or whatever. And then the woman comes up and she's got a portrait. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're cute. Are you new here? What are you, the janitor? <laughs> that's fucking rich <laughs> she says next time you come i'll show you something really fun and i am scared of her i'm terrified and we're not going back to that job she's a ghost it's it's a ghost she's uh yeah that's a ghost right there they're all ghosts uh-uh and it's not a friendly ghost no no no. it's Casper. a the friendly ghost is that how the song goes did i do it yeah you did clo- yeah nice i think we did very close nice nice it was spooky, and I would not choose to return to that job, but I'm afraid will. that we probably will. Yes. My life is not my own. My personal life, it is not my own. <laughs> uh, well, that's our week. Was that everything? Yeah. It's because we didn't we didn't talk about the biggest part of it. Yeah, we spent a long time playing Kanji's Dungeon. But yeah. We'll, yeah. We're looking forward to that. We're looking forward to talking about that. It's probably good we didn't talk about it today, because today we were obviously so relaxed. I'm, yeah, so I don't, chill. I don't want to be relaxed when I talk about Kanji's Dungeon. I want to be jacked up and ready to go. <laughs> I want to be amped. I want to be pumped and ready. I want to be so strong. I want to be so masculine. <laughs> um if you're still listening (laughs) somehow then our twitter is at everyday's cast you can check us out there cast send us 
messages, see our tweets when we sometimes see funny things and about the show. Yeah. About the game. Gosh. About the game show. The Persona, game show Persona on TV murder. Persona on TV murder. And the, the movie. Yeah. And let us know how, how we're doing here. You yeah, know? Sure. Because we haven't got a lot of feedback about this particular podcast so far. And I know some of you have followed us from your two show. And I've, I would like to know how you're enjoying it. Yeah. Whether we l- could do anything to improve. Yeah. If you guys have ideas for the format or there's particular things you'd like us to focus more on or yeah. talk more about let us know we're, we're trying new things we're trying to branch out we're trying to you know we're, this is an exploration and a journey and you're on the bus yeah hey bud you're on the bus with us <laughs> you're here on the bus i'm, I'm turning around it, i'm it, looking all around the bus i've i have my hands on the wheel and i am looking up into the big mirror on yeah. the front of the bus to yeah. see everyone in the bus yeah. and i'm seeing all of you oh and so I would just love to hear how you feel about you my driving. Great. And I'm standing in the aisle, and I'm kind of sideways, and I've got my hand on the big button lever that opens the door, and I'm giving you a look that's like, give me feedback. Or like, you don't have to be on the bus. Or you don't have to be on the bus. Mm-hmm. You're, like, <laughs> you're like kind of playing it up, though, like one of those guys on the bus tours after you come back from kayaking, and you've had like a guide kayaking, and they spend the whole time like yelling, does that? Like yelling jokes at you. Does that happen? Yeah. The, I've so, never been kayaking. I think, yeah, like whitewater rafting. Look at me. Have I been rafting? <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about which one of us looks crunchier. <laughs> Because it's absolutely you that looks like you know how to pitch a tent. It's 100% that guy over there. But I don't. I don't camp. <laughs> I don't camp. No camping. Um, I did grow my hair out it's after long. going camping once. You camped once and you were like, here it is. For real. I I'm went, connected to the sphere. Yeah. I went camping at Big Sur in California like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I've cut my hair twice since this <laughs> It does that to people, huh? I was chill as fuck on that trip. It was yeah. great. <laughs> I really liked it, except for the all the giant tarantula holes that were nearby. Is that what those are? What a nightmare. Well, tarantulas yeah. aren't, aren't as bad, right? No. People uh, people chill with tarantulas, I'm sure. Hey, let's not discuss it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We'll see y'all later. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Nick. And I'm Caleb. Get in touch with our products. Do you ever wish that you could leave the recording room, Caleb? And, like, record elsewise? No, I mean just, like, ever leave here. Oh, yeah. And go do something else and, like, have a different life or... I do imagine a time where I don't have to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week yeah. inside of a recording studio sometimes. Yeah, me too. But I learned that those uh, those dreams only bring pain. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's so, same that's so funny yeah yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, i forget where i end and you begin so. uh, Here in this and room, it, it's only getting only... blurrier as the lights dim <laughs> it's so nice when twice a week the microphones lift from the floor and allow us to speak into the ether <laughs> because we we don't have microphones the whole time no we're just in here uh-huh. <laughs> rehearsing <laughs> At least that's what I call it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>